Wow, that's a bit of a surprise. I mean, uh, you know, what's next? Am I going to have like WWF, you know, music, you know, as I walk to the ring? Or you, you never know. I mean, we're full of surprises over here. So you, you just never, never know. Hey, before we get started, sir, we've got to ask you the fun Friday question of the day. How, okay. did, how did you learn to drive and where did you learn to drive? Oh, my gosh. This is really hitting home because uh, my teenage son, my firstborn, uh, just turned 16 a few weeks ago. And so we've been busy uh car shopping so that's been oh, fun oh so that's how we got onto this subject garrett yep. his daughter is ready to learn and i'm thinking well why don't you just put her in the simulator like we all did but that's uh that's not no happening. simulator these days yeah that's not happening yeah to answer the question so uh my dad taught me uh i mean i can first remember you know, being, I don't know, nine or 10 years old and getting a chance to drive around the parking lot a little bit, you know? And, uh, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I think back in the day, we kind of started earlier than they do nowadays. I mean, uh, and that's probably because, uh, we as adults don't want them, <laughs> you know, want them uh, breaking our car or anything. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so I mean, I I had some experience by the time I was sixteen. All right, there you go. Okay, let let's dive into some high school basketball, Bryce. I mean, it's it's kind of go time right now for for these schools. I mean, it's kind of moving time. I mean, up and down, whatever the case may be within your district. So, it, th this is kind of a fun time of the year. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I was just looking at it today. Uh, you know, February 11th is when the, the girls' playoffs start. That's uh, just around the corner. And, of course, the boys will be a week uh, later than that. And uh, so, yeah, we're, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. I think girls have uh, three, uh, you know, district games remaining, and then the boys should have about five. So, uh, yeah, this is the, this is the home stretch. You're going to see teams, you know, competing for district titles for playoff berths. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of positioning going on in these last you know couple weeks. Is there a couple of races that you're kind of keeping your eye on? Yeah, you know, I've been looking at that and kind of seeing uh, who you know who will be competing for for playoff spots and uh, still have to do some figuring on some of that, but uh, that. Any in both girls and boys, that 18-4A uh, race on both sides should be fun, uh, both for the district championship and for uh, you know playoff spots because those games just tend to be pretty competitive. I mean, you know, um, La Vega boys uh, recently lost a game. The La Vega girls had started out like uh, you know three or four and zero in district, and then lost two straight. So um, it it really is you know it seems like a cliche, but uh, it really is you know anybody can beat anybody in that in that league. University boys have an outstanding team, don't they? They do. They look like they're going to be a, a playoff team in five A, you know, in their district. So uh, that's exciting for Ricardo Felix and that bunch, and um, you know. Uh, I'm hoping to get out and see them next week. All right, we got to switch gears. As the world turns, so does Houston. Just give me your thoughts on what's going on in in, in your town down there. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, uh, my town. Yeah, I did go to K 
kindergarten through third grade there before we moved to Brenham. So, uh, yeah, it is, you know, I, uh, it's a mess. I mean, uh, they, they did hire a coach finally, and um, it wasn't the guy that I was was targeting. I, I was kind of in, in favor of Bien-Ami, Eric Bienemy from the Chiefs, uh, though Andy Reid has, has high praise for David Culley, and we'll see how – uh, he does. He's obviously got a ton of, of, of experience, you know, 27 years, I think, in the NFL. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going into that with an open mind. The the big thing now is just damage control. I mean, they don't want to trade Deshaun Watson. And so now you've got to try to get him uh, back on your side, back in the fold, because, uh, you know, if you're the new coach, you want that franchise quarterback. I mean, that's, that's the guy that uh, – uh, you've kind of built the team around. And so we'll see, uh, you know, I, I, I remember a time, this is a different sport, but you know, same city that, uh, you know, back in the early nineties, Akeem Olajuwon was, was not happy with the Rockets and, uh, and they, they had a, a long flight to like Japan because they were playing a preseason game over there. And he and the owner, Charlie Thomas sat down on that flight and, and hashed it all out, managed to, you know, get him to, you know, rescind his trade uh, request. And, and the rest is history. They went on and won a couple of championships. So, you know, it can be done this modern age. It seems like a lot of times uh, it's not done as much where you, where you repair the bad feelings. So we'll see how it all plays out. How, how, how does social media play into all of this? Do you think? I think it, it has a factor. I think it also, you know, comes down to people in your ear and who you're listening to and that kind of thing. You know, if you have people telling you, you know, your, whether it's your agent, you know, who you're paying to tell you stuff, but, uh, or just, you know, kind of your guys, you know, your entourage that's around you, um, you know, what they're telling you sometimes, uh, if, if you let those people influence you, I think that can kind of, uh, get in your ear and, and, you know, that people are telling you, oh, you can go win over here or make more money over here. You can't get it done in Houston. I mean, uh, and uh, let's face it, the Texans management has not done itself any favors. I mean, they haven't, um, you know, helped the situation, uh, you know, trading DeAndre Hopkins. Obviously, the, the coaching situation was a mess there. Um, you know, they, they gave Bill O'Brien a big contract to, to be the general manager last year. And, and of course, you know, by the end of the year, he was gone. So uh, it just seems like they've been a little rudderless, you know, no direction. And so, I mean, I can understand Deshaun Watson's frustration. Bryce, so uh, Waco High and University both found their guys. What were your impressions of the hires and the task at hand? Yeah, you know, I, I'm, I am impressed with these guys. I mean, uh, and, you know, uh, I think I think both of them have a lot of experience and and they've been around. I mean, uh, this will be uh, the first head coaching job. Well, I say that for uh, the new Waco High coach. Uh, gosh, I'm going to probably mispronounce his name. I can only spell it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we have to do on our business. So I'm just going to say uh, for for the new Waco High coach. Uh, he did have a private school uh, job, head coaching job years ago. He said, as he put it to me on the phone, in another life. <laughs> but uh, 
so he, you know, he does have some head coaching experience, but obviously did a great job there at South Grand Prairie with their defense. And then coach Laster, I think I can say that, uh, the, uh, new university coach has had a uh, head coaching experience most re- recently at uh, little rock central in, in Arkansas. I've been meaning to, to, uh, call Clyde hard about that. Cause I know he coached, uh, there at little rock central at one point. So, um, that was, that was a few years ago as well, uh, but, uh, but yeah, so I, 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 you know, I think I'm open-minded on these guys too. It seems like on paper, they're good hires and I'll be interested to kind of get to know them a little bit better. When you're looking at this, uh, Baylor men's tennis matches over the, the weekend and you're playing, Texas and TCU, but they're both non-conference. Did you ever think that you would see something like that, or is just that typical of what's happening now? Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. Uh, I mean, uh, obviously, you know, with COVID and stuff, maybe you get some some more regional um, regional matchups. I mean, if you look at like Baylor baseball, mm-hmm. will be going down to Round Rock uh, to the Round Rock Classic you know, this year. And one of those games is against Oklahoma and it's not a a big 12 game. I mean, so it's not unprecedented. You do see that kind of thing from time to time, but, but it's, yeah, it's a little weird. I mean, to, to play one of your conference uh, teams, you know, in a, in a non-conference game. And and Bryce, you remember it back uh, uh, several years ago that they did it in baseball quite frequently. I mean, Baylor, Texas and Texas A&M would Mm -hmm. play each other. First of all, it's 90 miles for a non-conference game. And it also always helped your RPI because all three teams were good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I think fans like those. Absolutely, they do. You know, it's it's your rival, you know, and so you get to see them a little bit more often. And and certainly it does give you a chance to kind of, I mean, you know, pre-scout them, I guess, a little bit, you know, get, get, get a feel for those guys before you face them, uh, you know, when it really matters. Now, I'm going to take you back to football for just a minute. I know we're taking you all over the place, but this is fun. Uh, are you surprised <laughs> that we we haven't heard some names start to circulate or or even some coaches be hired at, at, at places like Troy and Cameron where, you know, uh, maybe I thought – I kind of thought the process, uh, at, maybe at both those places would move along a little quicker than it has. Uh, so they were a little bit further behind, I guess, Waco ISD in terms of their, their process. And of course we know they have to, you know, keep, keep the position posted for, for 10 days. And, you know, so there's requirements there and then you got to, uh, kind of go through the, you know, the list and kind of call the list, so to speak, and, and vet those guys and, uh, so, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I kind of think that Troy and Cameron, uh, you know, it didn't feel like it was that long ago that, that, that those positions became open. Now, Marlin uh, is one that, um, I, you know, they were expected to, to hire a coach uh, like about a week ago, and, and their timetable got pushed back a little bit. And um, their superintendent uh, emailed me, you know, recently and said that they're conducting some more interviews um saturday so tomorrow and they hope to have a a candidate in place on monday so you know their their timetable got pushed back a little bit so that was a a bit of a surprise i I think you know in the next week or two i think we should be you know hearing something on those cameron and troy jobs 
Bryce, as always, it's a pleasure. We appreciate it, uh, and you know, there, you, you may have uh, you may have some uh, your own special music next time. You just never know what we're going to do over here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I mean, it, it just uh, makes me feel big time. <laughs> well, you are big time. I mean, come on. It's a 15 after 5. We appreciate it. Bryce, talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, guys. See you later.